0: What's going on, people? I want to welcome all of you to the Very Unsportsmanlike podcast. My name is Quincy, this is my podcast. And we cover sports, mainly football, you know, the NFL, but we also get into boxing and NBA and just whatever else that may come up that's newsworthy. But uh, joining me this week, I got the homie Ray up there in Jersey and Eminem. In my home state of Mississippi. And fellas, what's going on?
1: Hey, hey what up, Q? you? What's up, cuz? What's going on, cuz? All
0: right. So I want to start with uh, with, with college football first. And man, I, I've been really enjoying college football this year. It's just, it's been some pretty good games, some um, pretty big, big plays, you know, that's being made. And uh, the top 25 or the top 10. Rather, really got shook up. But uh, first, let's start with with number one, Alabama, with the 42-21 um, beating of Ole Miss. And it, it could have been worse, to be honest with you. But I don't know if you all saw the pregame press conference where Lane Kiffin mm-hmm. essentially said, get your popcorn ready and did a mic drop and walked off at the beginning of the interview before Alabama ran off like I hope a whole bunch of Russian <laughs> touchdowns and had a twenty eight and a clip halftime of it. Lead. <laughs> but you know old Misses played Alabama tough over the years because they are a high scoring team but um uh, man this year Alabama was ready for them Yeah who-
2: yeah yeah they were and then um and see one one thing that uh, uh Alabama don't get enough credit for is the is the collective play of the offensive line and so, you couple that with any kind of running back that's worth shit, I mean, you're going to just maul a team to death and say it don't hurt to have the last, what, the last, what, three quarterbacks they had. Well, because Alabama used to didn't really put quarterbacks in the NFL, but, uh, uh, but the last two or three they've had, you know, mm-hmm. all were uh, top prospects coming out. So, they, you know, so now they got all that working. So, you know. Ole Miss, like, their strongest points is mainly offensively, you know. Uh, they really don't have what to take the hold up against Alabama or SEC power. I mean, they can put on a, a show here and there, but that's about it right now.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, as far as SEC power, man, Georgia. Uh, Alabama, I mean, Arkansas yeah. has a pretty nice little team, and Georgia yeah. just shut them down, 37 <laughs> nothing. And damn defense, yeah. man! And Ray, it going looks to be, like a, its gonna be a collision between Alabama yeah. and Georgia in the SEC I'm, championship. I'm telling
1: you right now, like I told my brother, you know, big on Alabama, but I said, look, when they play Georgia, I don't even think it's gonna be close. Wow! Georgia right now is a top five defense in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, they listen. <laughs> They good yeah, now <laughs> all year. I'm talking these guys come off the football the way they supposed to. I mean you you can't you can't breathe out there. Not just last week, not the week before that, where they did the sixty two nothing. I mean just all year long, Georgia is all over the place on defense. And not a light skinny guy on defense, all them guys, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm telling you, they bring they they bring in that lumber. And oh, Alabama man. better be ready. They can talk about Bryce Young and all that. Yeah, he 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 can throw it. As long as he got something he can stand up there and look at. But they bringing that pressure, it's gonna be altogether different. Now, hey, we we will see. Alabama's the champ. And Alabama always got more horses than everybody else. But from what I've seen from this college football season, Georgia won the best defenses I've ever seen in college. And I mean, Alabama's had some real good ones and all these defensive ends and stuff they had over the years. When these guys come out this ball for Georgia, man. They're going to have to do something to move the ball on them.
0: Okay. And um, I, I look forward to that. I just need both of them teams to stay on track and win out so they can meet each other. Cause I'm interested in seeing that, but uh, Oregon let some people down, you know, Oregon played pretty well against um, Ohio state and beat them. And then they turned around and lost to Stanford, a game in overtime that they could have won. I, I, I watched a lot of that game down the stretch and um, Oregon blew that. And, Let's see. Oklahoma's still barely getting by, but they're winning. They're five and zero, number six in the country. But um, outside of the seventy-six to nothing game they had um, against uh, some little small school, they what they played Tulane one by five. They beat Nebraska by seven. Um, they beat West Virginia by three, and they just beat Kansas City by six. So they're playing some tight ones, and they have number twenty-one Texas um, this weekend. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Notre Dame normally waits until the playoffs to lose, but Cincinnati jumped on them in, in South Bend this weekend, 24-13. to 13. And Notre Dame, do you all think Notre Dame is going to make the playoffs this year? We know Clemson is already out of it. Do you think Notre Dame is going to drop another one and, and uh, this is going to be the year they miss the playoffs?
2: I don't think so. I think they'll get in.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: I I don't know what their schedule looked like, but unless they got somebody pretty tough, they should be able to get back on track and um, and you know end up with a one loss or whatever.
0: Well, they got uh, Virginia Tech, USC, North Carolina. That's tough. Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and Stanford. So all winnable games. They they may be
1: favorite. Yeah, they they, they can whoop all them teams. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. The only thing gotta happen. They won't have a national championship this year. and Michigan beats Ohio State, they're going to put them in number one and can't nobody else even play for the title. Man, <laughs> they try trying to give Michigan a damn thing. Michigan went from like number 20 to like number nine, just like that. I'm like, yeah. man, you know, I was in that big school. They pulling on hardball and all that. The hardball has not done what he's supposed to do up there in Michigan. And, yeah, they jumped pretty
0: high from um, from beating a 1-2 Wisconsin team. And I, mean, I, I, I like Michigan's defense, and I like how they're running the ball. It's kind of old school, Big Ten uh, type of defense. But I don't know what it's going to do, you know, against an Ohio State or an SEC team in a bowl game or something like that. So that remains to be seen. But um, I'm happy with the way the defense is playing, if nothing else, because normally that defense gets gashed for big plays. And a game that surprised me, and I didn't see it. Man, Kentucky is 5-0, and and they beat Florida yeah, this weekend, 20-13. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, Has for real, play?
1: Man. <laughs> Yeah, that was
0: huge. Huh? Has anyone watched them play? I haven't seen them play yet.
1: No, I, I, I haven't I, seen them play yet. But, I, man, to beat Florida, to beat Florida, played Alabama. And, you know, yeah, they're going to make some noise. Okay,
0: it'd be interesting to see how that goes. And all right, so we'll get into some news, and this is some news that I'm just now hearing. The Cowboys released linebacker Jalen Smith. Now, oh. I did not see this coming because hey, of yeah, his contract. I, I, now, I heard
2: about that, but that's him in the
0: middle of the season. Yeah, they get released him. They're on the hook for his seven million dollar base salary. So I don't
1: know. Wow. Now, <laughs> Those parts are starting to play like this. And they like, now, man, um, we can let him go. He was scheduled
0: to make $9 million in a base salary next year. Uh, but, I mean, that's $7 million that you got to eat right now because he signed a five-year $64 million extension just two years ago that had $35.5 mm-hmm. million guaranteed. And he played every game. Um, I don't think he's missed a game for injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. or anything. Now he didn't, sh- he didn't start any of the first four games this year, but he's played a lot of snaps, but I liked having the depth. I, I didn't, I didn't see this coming, man. I ain't going to lie. I'm not sure what, now I do know that Dallas has some decisions to make because you got people coming back from injuries, people who are on the PUP and uh, you know, Michael Gallup going to come back. Um, not this week, I think next week. So I know you have to move some people, but to take a seven million dollar hit, I did not see that coming. Man. So when they let him go this this evening or, or what? Yeah, it when looked like it came through about um about an hour ago was what I'm seeing on ESPN. Wow, man.
1: So yeah, he was one of the main fanboys on Sunday. You know, yeah. you know Dallas, yeah. once they get hype, boy, they ain't nothing but a prep rally out there. I mean, Michael <laughs> Michael Parsons
0: has been playing well. Leighton Vander ashes es- is decent. And I would have thought they were going to cut him since this is the last year of his contract. And it wouldn't have really cost him anything. But um, I know he brings a different skill set than Jalen Smith. But having Keanu Neal kind of feel the role as a linebacker, safety type hybrid. And then Jabril Cox from LSU has been playing well. So... I'm still surprised, but I know they had to make some moves. I just didn't think this one was gonna be it. I, I yeah, I wouldn't have seen that coming at all. So you save nine million next year, but
1: it sure does hit you this year. Oh man, yeah, I see it now. They I missed it coming through on alert, but man. Yeah, they better, uh, they, they
2: better they better hope everybody to stay up they're gonna yeah. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be looking crazy.
0: And the question uh, is where yeah. does he go? Because he goes to somewhere else in the NFC East, he's going to be mighty motivated.
2: <laughs> I hope he come to us, shit.
1: Oh, yeah, he's going to be motivated. We can use some
0: linebackers. Any linebacker, hell. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, let's see. Other news, you know, <laughs> and, Andrew Wiggins, they had the whole deal about him not wanting to get vaccinated and essentially it was like if he didn't get vaccinated, he probably just wasn't going to be able to play all that much this season. Since um, I think you had to be, what, vaccinated to play in California or something?
1: Man, for $16.5 million is which he's going to miss out on. Them boys can talk all the shit they want. They're going to get stuck 500 times before he let that happen. <laughs> and I'm he, telling you. He you can't said he's playing he, no home games. Right. All this, I debated, and I talked with my family, and I did this, and you ain't done nothing. You did exactly what them white folks told you, you was going to do, because you ain't going to miss no 16, and a half million million. That's exactly what it is. Now, guy can say anything else he want. See, different between guys back in the day and guys now, Jim Brown and Muhammad Ali, and they actually stood for something. Now, yeah, they go for the if, if, if that's what they believe in, they stood for something. These guys now, they look at LeBron, them saying a little something. So now they want to get active and do a little this a little that. Common sense going to tell you, you need to take the vaccine if you want to work or you want to play ball in a league that's demanding that you do so. If you don't want to do so, hey, can't made $106 million in his career. You can retire. But guess yeah. what? I know that ain't going to happen. He's talking about generational wealth and all this kind of stuff. He's trying to make for his kids. If you ain't made it with $106 million, you ain't going to make it. Sure, right. Yeah, you're right but about no, that. <laughs> and you got to realize, guys <laughs> like Jerry Jones and these owners and stuff, they know what the deal is. When they didn't pay you that kind of money, they go over there to the bank and everywhere else you got money at and say how much he got in his account. If you got $1.5 million, he know you got to come see him. Yeah. It's rare you're <laughs> gonna see a guy like Barry Sanders or something that took his money and say, Hey, here's some of y'all signing bonus, and I ain't never looked back again. It's very few guys can do that. Yeah, yeah he know what the deal is. They got no you got you sitting on 1.5 million dollars. Is his mama' house paid for? No, Is his house paid for. No, he got a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage left on that. Ain't nothing you can do, so they already know you got to come see them. These yeah, guys ain't rich as they is made out to be now. They made the money, but what did they do with it? You know, they tricked a little bit off, and you know, <laughs> with everything else. Yeah. Mm, this is true. And what you mad is we can't get these folks getting all this money out here and ain't got sense enough to realize that you got a golden opportunity. All you got to do is do what these folks asking you to do. That's what the problem is.
0: Money's definitely available for them. It's definitely available for them. They, as much as they want. And, all right, so we're getting to some football before we, uh, I'll save the boxing for last. And we'll talk about these games that went on this past weekend. Had uh, Cincinnati 24, Jacksonville 21. It looked like Jacksonville had an opportunity to to, to put this thing away because, what, what was it, 14 to nothing, and they had a fourth and goal, and they decided to go for it instead of kicking the field goal. Does anybody agree with Urban Meyer, think that he should have uh, – just kick the field goal to go up 17 to nothing? Or did he go right to go for the juggler and try to go for the touchdown that he didn't get?
1: No, he, he did I, right. I
2: think he did right to go for it at 14, yeah. nothing. I mean, you ain't really just, yeah. you know, and then, like I say, they was playing Cincinnati. They weren't playing Kansas city, uh, even yeah. though Cincinnati is up and coming, definitely, but they, they weren't playing Kansas city. They weren't playing Tampa. They weren't mm-hmm. playing, you know, uh, the chargers or Rams or Vegas, they were not playing nobody that's really streaking hot, so I, I I I didn't think it was a bad decision. I I didn't I'd heard about it. I didn't really see it live, uh, but uh, I didn't think it was a
1: bad decision. Well, you yeah. know, you always gonna question it when, it when it don't work out, but right he, when it's losing a you got decision. to try to get the about, the best way you can.
2: Is, is, and I think it's dumb, even though it worked and probably led to a Super Bowl, but. Sean Payton doing the onside kick. I still question that shit. Like, damn man, what the hell you thinking? Then Pay Manning on the other side. But you know, it worked out for him. But most time, it don't. You ain't that lucky.
0: Not at all. And speaking of Urban Meyer, what y'all think about the little controversy he got into? You know, um,
1: it seemed like man, it seemed like I I don't, (laughs) I don't, I, I don't see what the man did. And yeah, then I don't really keep doing I, I, I Really, I think this is the way he's trying to get out of the contract. He's pulling the Paul Pierce because you can't <laughs> be in your right mind go to Ohio where everybody knows everybody, old no folks and all know you. And then and a, woman a woman gonna dance. And then a woman gonna dance. She she wasn't up on him. She just you know she was just backed up next to him. The way they talk, like he was grinding on the cheek and everything. Right, right. I was
2: like, man, he didn't he didn't
1: didn't do nothing.
2: Right. If you don't
1: grab
2: and it's unwanted, I mean, what's the problem?
0: And see, you know, I don't know. Probably because he's supposed to be married or whatever. And then I think the biggest problem that I've heard people who are actually looking at this from a sports perspective is that he didn't fly back home with the team. I mean, your team loses, and you're at your restaurant in in Ohio, and you don't even fly back with the team. What, what's that all See about?
1: See it and visiting his grandkids, and people talking about that. So, I mean, I, I, I do You, you. This this world is just crazy now. The the way this guy looked like he was sitting down and just enjoying himself, having a good time. He don't even look like he was into the lap dance or whatever she was trying to give him. If, if a girl did that at the strip club, is she giving you a lap dance or not? No. Nah. Not so when you I, don't, a- I don't understand right. what they're what they talking you,
2: about. You, you, man, you, you could be just the average atmosphere and a certain song come on and I ain't gonna say nobody gonna get up on your and grind you, but it's it's nothing Uh, to see somebody, you know, moving a certain way or whatever. It's just like Shit, but the dude didn't do nothing. I so I don't know. I guess everything's yeah. so damn political correct now is everything a damn sin.
0: Maybe he does want out, and so he can go get that USC job because um oh he want out. But, he, he's kind uh, of like no uh what that that situation. What's my man's name that used to coach head coach of Louisville that quit Bobby Petrino? Oh, yeah, Petrino. Yeah, the
2: Shit. Oh. Shit, Nick Saban in Miami too. Shit. That, that joke will stay real. Yeah.
0: And USC is um a great job, so USC would be a better job than the Jaguars right now. And all right, yeah. so uh all of us picked Cincinnati in that game, so um, all of us won that one. And then you had man, Buffalo jumped on Houston with both feet, forty to nothing, and they just they shut. Houston down. I know Houston's not great, but Buffalo already has two shutouts. They got a thirty-five to nothing victory over the Dolphins, and a forty to nothing victory over Houston. So um, their defense is looking pretty good, and and stepping up right about now. We'll see how they do against some better competition, but they're beating the teams they're supposed to be pretty handled. Got
1: the Chiefs next.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna see how that defense goes, but um, all of us picked Buffalo. All right. So then you had at, the Washington football team beat Atlanta 34 to 30. And I was very disappointed in this. I, I thought Atlanta would, would, uh, I mean, I picked Washington mm-hmm. to win, but I, I thought Atlanta would mm-hmm. knock them off and make things life easier for the Cowboys in the NFC East, but they let Washington come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the only one that picked Washington. Now, now look at it, but, um, uh, it looks like um, Heineke had two hundred and ninety yards passing. McLaurin, man, what y'all think about Terry McLaurin
1: at receiver?
0: He had one hundred and twenty-three well, yards
1: receiving. He's awesome, he man. Going he's off, over, man. he underrated. He's in that Keenan Allen category. He's one of them guys that's a sleeper. But ever since he come to the league, he's slowly but surely getting better and better. He's like a DJ Moore. People starting to really yeah. recognize yeah. how he can play. When they put him on TV and all that, but yeah, man, that kid can flat out play, he, he's a stud. And where did he go to college? I don't remember Ohio State.
0: Okay, yeah, it seemed like I would know that because I'm pretty sure he torched Michigan, but um, I just don't recall. And so, all right, so we got Kansas City 42, Eagles 30. Kansas City goes to two and two, the Eagles drop to one and three. 70,000 people at Lincoln Financial Field were able to catch this game. And halftime, it was pretty close, 21-13, was too bad. And then um, it just kind of fell apart down the stretch. Eminem, y'all couldn't sustain. Uh, I don't know if you got to see the game. I know it was a local yeah, game I, here.
2: I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, saw the game, man. Looking at
0: the total yards, the total yards were about even. Uh, Kansas City had a turnover. Y'all didn't turn over the ball. Penalties were almost even. And time of possession was almost even, but the difference was they were nine for ten on third down, and you all were six for twelve. Y'all couldn't get them off the field.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that kind of uh, hurt. But uh, a momentum killer was a couple times. Man, we had some uh, touchdowns taken back, and you know, with the Chiefs, field goals don't get it, and uh, punts ain't gonna get it. So uh, some ticky tacky shit. I'm, you know, not saying we would have won, but I think the it'd have been a little bit closer than what it ended up being. Um, had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. Only one that was healthy was Jason Kelsey and then Lane Johnson is healthy, but something personal happened. I still don't really know exactly what's going on. Um, and he didn't play like, you know, just a few hours before the game. Uh, Mm Um, and, uh, um, See what's this guy, Hergitt or whatever. They he filled in, slid over for him. And we had a few key uh possessions where the uh the tackle dealer was caught number seventy-seven downfield a couple times on the pass. And you know, against against KC, everything has to be perfect. Against certain teams. It's almost like when you played the Brady Patriots, you know, you can beat their ass, but you, it's no room for error. Now, uh, outside of the, some of those mistakes, the biggest flaw we had really was, you know, uh, we we were very susceptible with uh, some of the soft coverage, what the mismatches on the linebackers? A uh, couple of times they crossed a couple of times with Tyreek Hill and Eric <clears throat> Wilson definitely can't cover him. Um, Alex Singleton can't cover him. So, I mean, it's, that wasn't the only thing, but that was some of the biggest uh, points in the game. But Hurts uh, actually played a good game to me. He missed a f- one or two key throws. but kind of made up for it, but that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what you expect from him because he's not going to just over-impress you with that. But uh, he did spread the ball around and got a lot of people involved. And Gamewell was really starting to come on, come on strong as a as a threat when when sanders not really in there so you know we got a lot of strong points to build off of but like i say man when you play in Kansas city everything got to go right but uh them motherfuckers didn't point one time i mean it was ridiculous but uh yeah that was that's really what changed the game i my they didn't even you know sometimes uh because i'm sitting up here like cursing at the tv and uh co of mine he actually used to be one of my students <laughs> Um, he an Eagle fan too coincidentally he called me and I was sitting up here like damn man Tyreek Hill dropping balls all in the Super Bowl but that motherfucker ain't dropped nothing on us <laughs> and one time Mahomes actually just shot the ball out and uh, Nelson Steven Nelson had great coverage on him I don't know if y'all saw it but like Tyreek Hill like he went in another gear and it made it look like it was a perfect throwing ball when it really was it was just that was all Hill so I mean, that's kind of way the ball bounced for a Sunday. So uh, you know, we didn't play horrible or nothing like that. It's just that, you know, Kansas City, you just can't when they when they on their A game, man, you nothing can't go wrong.
0: Nothing. Yeah, I mean Jalen Hurts was um, he had a 105 quarterback rating, 387 yards passing, two touchdowns, no picks, uh, 47 yards rushing. Pat Mahomes though was 24 for 30, 278. Five touchdowns he did have an interception um, he had a 131 passer rating he also ran for 26 yards and Clyde Edwards Holaire gassed you all 14 carries for 102 yards and y'all played a lot better than I, I expected I, I, I'll definitely say that I didn't get to just watch the game entirely but I did you know see bits and pieces of it and um, of course I mean, you were the only person to pick uh, Philadelphia to win
2: yeah. I, 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 yeah, man, but like I said, you you watch the game. I mean, that, that pick didn't look crazy until the very end. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you a game that um, all of us lost, and that was the Jets beating Tennessee in overtime. Now, I know the Titans didn't have their two starting receivers, but didn't you still expect them to win this game?
2: Yes, and handedly. And I was very, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give credit to the guy, man. Uh I was handily impressed. I just saw like they when 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 my game ended, they switched over uh, to the end of that game. So I did catch the overtime. And uh, I don't know what the game looked like the first four quarters, but man, uh Salia is really starting to kind of put his imprint on Kind of what he wanted his defense to look like, cause uh, I seen, uh, of course, you know, Derrick Henry still ain't gonna get knocked backwards, but I seen a, a textbook tackle in overtime on uh, Derrick Henry that just kind of set the tone for the whole game by Quincy Williams at the end, of, you know, toward the end of that overtime, mm-hmm. and I was just like, damn, man, this, 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 this might not be the same, you know, same old Jets, and I think Zach Wilson did pretty good, so I didn't, you know, I didn't really. See a lot of the uh the offensive play because I didn't see it till the toward the end of the overtime. But uh yeah. the defense looked really hot. I mean they looked like they was playing as a team, more so than just, you know, some flashes here and there.
0: Man, Derrick Henry went off for
1: 157 yards. He has um five hundred and ten yards already. But and, see, but see that yeah. it that that all made sense. When you look at it, because they two wide receivers hurt. Judon Smith moved on. Corey Davis is now on the Jets. Okay, well, who are they gonna throw the ball to? You put all these guys in the box and wait on their Henry. And, you know, it ain't like Tannehill can do a whole lot of, you know, improvising and stuff like that. So I could see how it can happen now, but then I couldn't see how it can happen. Yeah. But,
0: uh, yeah, that game surprised me. Even in overtime, I thought Tennessee would would get it right. But they uh, gave the Jets their first victory of the season. Zach Wilson gets his first victory. And so another game that surprised me and uh, surprised you all as well because we all picked the Saints. And that was the Giants getting their first win. Oh,
2: man.
0: In the Superdome, 27-21. Yeah, that was
2: super surprising. Yeah, I need Daniel, them jokers to lose. <laughs> Shit.
0: Daniel Jones threw for 402 yards, and they overcame Alvin Kamara's 120 yards rushing. But, uh man, the Saints just, they just aren't looking in sync. And uh I don't know what's going on with them. And they got another two weeks before Michael Thomas can come back. We'll see if that makes a difference on the offensive side. But speaking of offense, man, did you all see Taysom Hill – do that beast mode impersonate impersonation on that touchdown run he had? Nah. I I had not Yeah, I need out. to go back and watch the highlight and Taysom Heel man ran through some folks. He ran Was he folks. was
2: he doing it from the QB or they had him tied in tight end or fullback or
0: something? And I think he was in a Wildcat. I think he was in the QB. I can't remember exactly, but it was like a uh I don't even know how long the run was. But uh it was like a an eight yard run or something, but yeah, for those eight yards, man, he went through some people, he dragged some people. <laughs> it, it was a nice run. It was one of the runs that get you off the couch if you're a fan for sure. And all right, Cleveland barely got by the Vikings, fourteen to seven. A very defensive game. And uh, Eminem, you were the only person that took Minnesota. But Minnesota had opportunities to win this game. But I want to ask you all about Odell Beckham. Um, He had two catches for 27 yards. He got targeted seven times. Uh, What do y'all think about Odell Beckham right now, where he is with his career? And, and, I mean, does he still need time? Because, I mean, he did have a a pretty bad injury. Or do you think that he's just lost it?
2: I mean, when you say he was targeted seven times, I mean – was any of that include drops and stuff, or was it just the thing where they were forcing it, you know?
0: I don't know if he okay. had any drops. I don't have any drop information on him. But, I mean, in okay. two games that, – that,
2: that was going to uh, – that was going to be part of my answer to that question you posing. you know, yeah. if, if you – like you lost it or whatever, because sometimes when you recover from injury, you know, and this is the NFL, guys are – Bigger, st- stronger, faster every season. So you're going to need – the older you get, you're going to need every bit of your help just to maintain. And, yeah. um, you know, just those little wiggles here and there that will get you just a little more separation until you get back to that point. You know, you go from a spectacular athlete to like, you know, oh, you still the man but not like you were, if that makes sense. So I don't – I yeah. think you just and need more time.
0: It could have been Baker Mayfield. I mean, Austin Hooper was targeted five times I only had one catch. So, maybe Baker was off. He only threw for 155 yeah. yards, 15 of 33 passing. So, uh um, not a
1: good fit for Cleveland. Yeah, you know? that's
0: what I'm wondering also. If maybe he just needs a different mm-hmm. place.
1: Yeah. I always is.
0: thought that, uh, especially before Drew Brees
2: retired, I thought he might have tried to work his way to New Orleans.
0: That
1: would uh, be a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New Orleans would be a good spot. San Diego would be a real good spot. you know. Yeah. Okay.
0: And so the Colts beat the Dolphins 27-17. Carson Wentz had 228 yards passing. That should make Eminem happy. You know, Carson is did with him. <laughs> Um, Ray and I took Indy in this game. Buck and Eminem took Miami. And got Dallas 36, Carolina 28, 93,000 people at AT&T Stadium. Got to see the Cowboys go to 3-1. and one. Carolina suffered their first defeat. Um, they dropped to 3-1. and one. The game was close at halftime. Carolina was up 14-13, but Dallas had a 20-point third quarter. And Eminem, I know is your worst nightmare, man, to see Zeke get going.
2: Yes. And uh, cause I was like, when I saw the halftime, I, I didn't see the game, but when I saw the halftime score, I said, "Yeah, man, it's kind of tight." But uh, Carolina should should wheel this one in for me. And then uh, kept seeing the updates, I was like, "Damn, man, what the hell going on?" And then I started seeing some of the highlights. I like, you know, shit, because like I say, you know, uh, the road to success is gonna be on the, on 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 him. You know, even though Dak is playing his ass off, but that's where it started. So. Um, you know, you know, for all the cowboy fans, that's the that's what you want. And that's for people who not cowboy fans, that's what we don't want. So um.
0: yeah. (laughs) And I um I mean I will say this about Carolina. Carolina has a, a gritty team. Now, Dallas did gash them. They had given up 45 yards a game, and Dallas had 245 yards rushing. Um, they had given up 45 yards rushing the game. They're really gritty on defense. They're fast. They fly around, but uh, man, Sam Darnold is—he looks like a good quarterback to me. I, I, I look at him, you know, from when he was with the Jets, and I, I, he looks like yeah. a totally different person. Man, he—he he was yeah. solid, and his yeah. scrambling ability is is really
1: good.
2: Yeah, you I, I seen.
1: So uh, that, that opening week, gotta, gotta look—you gotta look at Darnold when he had his protection and everything right. I mean, when he played us, not last December, I'm talking about the time before that when he, they beat us pretty good. And the thing was, was he had all the intangibles you needed to be a good quarterback. See, you can't put a guy in a bad situation and they say, oh, well, he ain't no good. that's why we were saying that uh, they steal this guy for a second-round pick, and you don't have to move all the way up to get one of these other guys. It was gonna work out really well because he was a good quarterback. You just in a bad situation, just like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is awesome quarterback, accurate. But right now you with the Jets, you're in a bad situation. You gotta work your way through it. Trevor Lawrence, same thing. Excellent quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback since Andrew Luck or whatever. But The thing is, is he's in a bad situation. He got to work his way out like Peyton Bennett did. So, you know, the Jets is a dysfunctional organization. But right now, Sam Donald with Matt Matt Rule, oh, yeah, they're going to do some special things. I ain't saying he's going to be a top-five quarterback, but he's going to be a very serviceable quarterback and a franchise quarterback.
0: Yeah. And uh, he was 26 of 39, 301 yards. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Got sacked five times. Had an eighty-five passer rating, but he also ran thirty-five yards for two touchdowns, and they were nice runs too.
2: Mm. And
0: so, uh, I mean, I, I think that he's he's a good-looking quarterback. I think Chuba Hubbard's a good-looking running back. He's he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he's not a bad running back. Um, oh, the yeah. things he did at Oklahoma State was impressive.
1: Oh yeah, and so.
0: Dak was 14 of 22, 188 yards, but he had four touchdowns and no turnovers. He um 130 passer rating. He also ran for 35 yards, so it was good to see him pick up first downs when he had to. Zeke had 20 carries, 143 yards, and a touchdown. And, uh, man, Trayvon, uh, Trayvon Diggs, man, that dude, he just got he got his fifth interception in, four ga- in fourth games. And I great, think he great. has – I think he has seven out of the last nine games, and man, so I just I, I want to see him work his way to All Pro. Man, I'm really liking that he's growing the confidence that he's growing, and he's going after the ball. And I know he's gonna end up getting burned by it. Somebody gonna do an out and up on him. But right now, I'm enjoying the fact that he's aggressive with his defense. And um, one thing that still scares me, though, man, Mike McCarthy, that dude. Now tell me what you would do. What you would do this is the situation it was second down and 11, and Carolina got some type of personal foul or something that was a 15 yard penalty. Instead of McCarthy making it second down and 26, he declined the penalty to go to third down and 11, and Carolina ended up getting the first down. But regardless of the result, do you take the yardage and make it second and 26? Or do you make it third and 11, which is still kind of long, and try to get them off the field? What do y'all think he should have done? I
2: mean, well, I mean what, what, what point the game
1: was,
0: Right.
2: Like, was this close to when the score was getting out of hand, or was it you know, like I when the game was tight?
0: I can't remember exactly when it happened, but I think it was in the third quarter, and Dallas was up by by eight. Um but I don't remember exactly, but I think Dallas had like an eight point lead and Carolina was on maybe like the Dallas 45 yard line or something. If I recall, I can't remember exactly. So they were on Dallas's side of the field. Now I personally thought that he should have made it second and 26 because if you make a second and 26, that means they got to get 13 yards twice. Essentially.
2: Right. And and then you help your defense out because now you can turn your pass rushes a loose. Right. They're not gonna play how to play the run at all.
0: But and you instead, can actually um,
2: blitz a linebacker too because yeah. you don't but have to worry about that run.
0: Instead, you gave them a chance to get eleven yards once. And and so I don't know. I thought he should have taken the penalty. It didn't hurt them because I, I I wanna say either Carolina didn't score or maybe Dallas got an interception. I don't remember. But uh he still scares me, man. He still scares me. It's gonna come a game where he's gonna to have to make a decision, and I'm just afraid it's gonna be the wrong one. And so. Oh yeah, I,
2: I always been very critical of that dude, man. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's, but, you know right, y'all so. loaded up and everybody's you know quite a bit healthy so far. So, you know, so until you well, get not really. somebody that's really,
0: because on defense, I
2: mean, you know, with, with um, your your you know your DeMarcus- offensive players anyway.
0: And, yeah, yeah, offense is decent. The Gallup is the only one out. And then Lael Collins is healthy. He's just stupid. Uh, but um, the defense is playing very well despite missing some key players. So I'm happy to see. Um, I mean, Dan Quinn is on his way to a, a postseason award if he can keep the defense being decent. I and mean, they ain't got to be great, just be decent. And five sacks is something we ain't used to seeing in Dallas. And, all right, so Eminem was the only person that picked Carolina because he's a hater. And uh, <laughs> let's see, Chicago well,
2: defeated team. <laughs> Y'all had lost one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chicago 24, Detroit 14. I ain't gonna lie, it's like I, I all of us picked Detroit. I don't like if Detroit can't win this game, then come on, the way Chicago played last week. I thought Detroit and Detroit played kind of tough the week before, but man. That that franchise is just just cursed, man. Yeah. They, and, and, new- and,
2: and, and, and speaking of that franchise, I'm just like, damn, man. It's just like, okay, what's going on? It's like, well, in a lot of other markets or whatever, you know, Jared Goff, war, they be ready to hang that motherfucker. But I ain't really been hearing a lot about him. And so, I mean,
0: Jared Goff was um, 24 of 38, 299 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, a 105 passer rating, but he did fumble three times, and he lost two of them because he got sacked four times. So um, they weren't protecting him. And Justin Fields didn't have to do much. He was 11 of 17 for 209, no touchdowns. He had an interception and a sack at 82 rating. But David Montgomery had 106 yards and two touchdowns. And if I'm not mistaken, did Montgomery get hurt? Yeah, any any out, yeah, I think bit? he did. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what they're gonna do next week. I guess Damian Williams is gonna have to step up. He, he had 55 yards and a touchdown on eight carries, yeah. So, uh but
1: my gut is becoming one of the best running backs in the league,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. he real yeah. low key with it,
0: yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, but uh,
0: was, Detroit uh still K- can't K- run
2: Khalil Mack. Man, he's he been making much noise
0: and. I know he well, got Sunday a, anyway. He got a personal foul for hitting um Jerry Goff in the helmet that I thought was foolishness. Uh, I mean he was swatting at the ball and yeah, he did hit him by letter of the law. He's, he barely grazed his helmet and got a penalty, but it was a big penalty. Uh, but he has four oh, sacks in four in four games this year. So he's still okay, Khalil okay. Mack. Yeah, he's still Khalil Mack.
2: Yeah, because once he started getting off, man, that's going to help the offense, you know, even though they're trying to find their way. but Yeah, so.
0: But, all right, um, Seattle 28, San Francisco 21. Garoppolo went down again, and they brought in the youngster, Trey Lance. And they say Garoppolo could be back on Sunday. Uh, Trey Lance was 9 for 18, 157 yards, two touchdowns a 117 passer rating, plus he had 41 yards rushing. Garoppolo was 14 of 23 for 165 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and a 79 passer rating. Uh, Debo Samuel went off eight for 156 and two touchdowns. But do you all think that Garoppolo is going to get his job back if he don't play Sunday?
2: If he don't play Sunday, that's going to be it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I think I think he gonna get it back. I mean, I, I don't like what they do in the draft because Garoppolo is what uh 20, 26 and ten or something like that as a starter. And yeah. you know just him I, a start. I he's know he's had he's had some injuries and stuff like that. But like I say, that Shanahan to me is not what he's supposed to be. They keep pushing him up, pushing him up. The guy who was a coach and he's supposed to be this and that, that man lost two Super Bowls and they put it on Garoppolo on the last one. And to me, I think the Garoppolo deserves a chance to start. San Francisco is playing well with him. Trey Lance getting there make good plays. But at the same time, you know, he's going to do more running than he is throwing probably. I mean, we know he's going to get there. I, I expect for him to come out next year the way Lamar Jackson did when he got his full year to start. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you got to bring the kid along slowly. He didn't play because of the pandemic, so you got to bring him on slowly. Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Let him play it out and see, how, see what happens. Okay. All right, so we'll move
0: on to Arizona 37, the Rams 20.
1: Ooh, Arizona goes to
0: 4-0. and The Rams dropped to 3-1. and And Buck was the only one that picked Arizona. So Buck did get that one right. But, uh, man, I wish I could have seen more than this game that I did, but I was just flipping back and forth and watching the Red Zone channel, trying to watch, you know, some of the other games too. But Kyler Murray is 22, 24 for 32, 268 yards and two touchdowns. A 120 rating and he had 39 yards rushing. Chase Edmonds had 120 yards rushing on 12 carries. And for the Rams, Matthew Stafford, 26 to 41, 280 yards, two touchdowns and an interception, an 89.5 rating. Daryl Henderson, 89 yards rushing. And this game, I I mean, I, I thought the Rams, even though, you know, playing at home, would would fare better against um, Arizona. But Arizona's offense, man, is good, but their defense is not that bad. I mean, holding the Rams at 20 points is, is pretty is pretty good.
2: Man. Oh, yeah, that's some hard shit to do. I mean, because like man. I say, man, outside of uh, Acres being hurt, shit. From the people they had last year, Woods is healthy. Cup is healthy. Sean Jackson is healthy, unless he don't got hurt Sunday or something. So it's like, yeah. man, it's it's hard to just keep them uh, at bay like that. Then Stafford, you know he he you know he's slanging that rock.
1: So you uh, don't gotta kind of look at they got Chandler Jones, they got J.J. Watt, they got Zion Simmons, they got Buda Baker. I mean, they got some guys over there on that side too. So I mean, I mean, right now they have a
0: top ten scoring defense, the number nine in the league right now, giving up twenty one point three points a game, and. Outside of that one game against the the Vikings, when the Vikings put up 33 points, um, everybody else has been held to 20 or less. And so Vance Joseph got them guys playing, man. He got those guys playing. And so I was surprised they jumped on him like they did. I figured if they beat him, it'd be kind of a close shootout. But uh, they put an end to that, that Rams offense. And I still think Matt Stafford looks very comfortable. With the Rams, though man, I think he's still gonna put up some big
2: yeah, numbers. It, 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 I mean, it don't look like this is his first year with the team. I mean, no. it look like he uh it looked like he been there.
0: Like, they like they he's loves, totally huh? in
2: sync with, with they like they didn't sync with each other, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh by the way, while I'm thinking about it, it's totally not sports related, but I know y'all can probably get an appreciation for it. On Sunday, um uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you look online. They got a versus between KRS One and Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> and so, hey, I, what I, time now? Sunday at six o'clock it's on six. Um, okay. October seventeenth. Not this Sunday, but um, the following Sunday.
2: The following Sunday.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I know football will be on, man, but I'm gonna have to try to find a way to to peek in on that, man, because you know Kane is my boy, but I love some yeah, KRS One yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> Y'all see the wave back. Man, what you talking about 1989?
2: Yeah. All
0: right, so um RAW. <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay 27, Pittsburgh 17. Green Bay goes to 3 and 1, Pittsburgh drops to 1 and 3. 78,000 people at Lambeau Field watched this game and Green Bay got control of this game early on. And, uh, excuse me, later later in the um, third quarter, um, it was 17 to 10. It was kind of close. And then they scored 10 points in the third quarter, and the Steelers couldn't respond. And But of course, everybody's talking about Ben Roethlisberger, 26 for 40, 232 yards, a touchdown, interception, sacked twice. Uh, and the interception, just having one interception is actually a blessing because he had a couple other bad throws. He lost a fumble. And his passer rating was seventy eight point three. Uh, so let me ask you all this: Is Ben Robertsberger kind of in the? I mean, is he just kind of like hit the wall, like Peyton Manning did a little bit, or, or maybe like a Drew Brees, but or oh, yeah. he, he or he is it because or is it because is it because also? Well, I mean, so but is it also because the running game hasn't really been there for? Pittsburgh. I mean, they only had 62 yards rushing.
2: Yeah, but that's because they just stacking up because they know that they don't have the fear of being no more. I mean, like I say, man, you know, it's remarkable what Brady's done and how Breeze did it late, but before they did that shit, man, other than somebody like Steve DeBerg or uh, Dave Wilson, we never seen no shit like that. Most of the time when you're asking about, you know, I'm talking about real good quarterbacks, 36, 37, 38, man, that's like, that's that's damn near the tail end. So yeah. ben, especially is especially hits,
0: as ben is just what is Right,
2: tail. exactly. He's taking a lot of hits. He he plays a different style of football, more of a rugged style. It ain't just calculated off of, you know, if this guy moves here, I throw it there. It's, it's more like, you know, I just hang here, and if this motherfucker move, I'm gonna just take the hit and throw it. But yeah, you can do that. But now you actually look like a guy that's closer to forty than you are thirty. So, and that's what the average quarterback yeah. that's really good looks like. I mean, like I say, uh, uh, Breeze, Brady, guys like that playing at a high level past a certain age after so many years—that's an anomaly. But being is what you supposed to look like at that age. And uh, Tomlin's is going to end up getting his first losing season. If they, if, 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 I mean, I mean, I know it's hard to get away from somebody that did so much for you, but I mean, at a certain point, though, shit. I mean, I mean, because the the team is really nobody's going to say it publicly because you know with Brown and Bell not there, they'll say shit like that. But yeah. nobody else going to really say say nothing like against them, but they you're really going to end up losing the locker room because it's, you, you, you're you going to get to a point where the whole team going to know in the back of their head that if we stay with Ben, we don't have a chance. Yeah. Not because he don't want to, but because he can't. He can't no more. You know, so this dude can't even bend over, man. I, I don't even know if Ben can even tie his shoe. It's that damn bad.
0: It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And so, and then if Aaron Rodgers wants to be there next year, man, I'm changing the locks on Ben. He ain't going to be able to get into the facility. So, <laughs> like
2: they did McNair in Tennessee that time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but uh yeah, the Steelers um uh, the Steelers are 1 and 3 and it's, they're they're in a little trouble. I mean, Denver ain't going to be no cake next week. Denver going to play them boys tough. And Hell then they yeah, got nah. I, and I, then I they got
2: it, Bridgewater injury. I don't know uh how long or uh, what I don't the know what's the deal with him.
0: Concussion. Oh, oh wow. Okay. So then you got Seattle after that, and then you come out of the bow week going to Cleveland. So they can be looking at one and six.
2: One and six. Or two
0: and five. Right. And um, then you got Chicago and Detroit, so that'll get you back on track. But then you got on the road against the Chargers, on the road against Cincinnati, who already beat you once uh, by two touchdowns. Then you got Baltimore on the road at Minnesota. Then you got Tennessee on the road at Kansas City. At home against Cleveland, on the road against the Ravens, man, you can make the argument the Steelers are looking at four and four and thirteen, yeah, yeah, or worse, you know. But I mean, we've seen them down before. We'll see if Mike Tomlin can get back in, get them back in the game. But right now, they just don't look all that great. And Baltimore beat Denver twenty three to seven, and uh, Lamar Jackson had three hundred and sixteen yards passing, so he did it through the air. Hollywood Brown was looking good. Um, Ray had texted me, texted us during the game talking about Hollywood Brown. And I saw the highlight that he made so they can get more out of him with that. And that'd be nice. Uh, the big Monday night game, the second highest um, watch Monday Sunday night game, excuse me, uh, Tampa Bay, 19, new England, 17. And, I mean, this game was entertaining. All the primetime games, like they've been close this year. I've been been very happy with all the primetime games. And New England missed a 56-yard field goal with, like, what, 59 seconds left. But in all honesty, I really think that Tom Brady would have took the boys back down the field. I mean, that remains to be seen. of course. He didn't have the best game, but you still expect that from him. But what did you all think of the game, man? First, I mean, first of all, Leonard Fournette can still run that ball. I mean, 20 carries, yeah, 91 yeah. yards. He's been looking good over the last few games. And uh, and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown both had seven catches for 75 and 63 yards, respectively. They were missing grunt. But talk about Tampa Bay right now. Um, I mean, they're 3-1. and one. They're still winning. They may not look all that great, but they're still winning for the most part.
2: I mean... I I was more impressed with honestly, I was more impressed with uh, New England's defense than I was Tampa. But uh, but you know they won. Um, and like I said, you can't take nothing away from the goat and all that shit. But I mean, they was taking all the punches, you know, and they was they was hanging in there tight, man. So it's just like it's kind of going back to uh, it. Kind of reminds me other than the offensive side, it kind of reminds me of the uh, playoffs last year, of what the Saints was doing to Tampa, but because they really couldn't get nothing going offensively, you know, like I say, Breeze was at the tail end, you know, it was just kind of too much to just overcome. But uh, they mess around, and if if Tampa played the way they did, not that they played bad, but if they played the way they did Sunday, well, they, they look like a lot of teams can beat them. Because, um, uh, you know, like I say, I I think uh, I think Belichick had a hell of a uh, plan, and he knew how to frustrate it. But uh, to me, the player of the game was what Baltimore gave away with Matthew Judon. He was always underrated um, off the edge, but I mean, he was just I mean, shit. If Brady moved to the right, you looked around that some bitch was within you could feel the the breath coming off his mouth. You know what I'm saying? He was coming at mm-hmm. him, and uh, that's how you play Tom Brady. But, you know, was it enough? It wasn't, but who knows, you know? If it wasn't raining and that ball would have dinked a certain way, and like I say, Q, you're right. I mean, 55 seconds is a hell of a lot of time for Brady, but the way that defense was playing, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, it would have been interesting. I was hoping they were going to make it to see what Brady was going to do. But uh, what y'all think about Matt Jones? Matt Jones, Ray, how did you feel like he he played? I mean, as far as the numbers are concerned, he was 31 of 40, 275 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Sacked four times, but he
1: had a one-on-one passer rating. Oh, yeah. he He's he definitely the truth. I think he's the the, the future of the team. You know, yeah, all he needed some time. Because, see, when you got poise in the pocket the way he does and get the ball out of the hand the way he does, all he got to do is figure out what's going on. And once he figure out what's going on, he's going to be a problem for New England. So you got a lot of people out here, they, they they doing a lot of talking before the game, and they saying like, oh, you know, Brady this, Brady that. And see, like, all oh, the media on Brady's side. But Brady had one thing going for him that most people didn't during the pandemic. He trained hard. He brought all the guys together. They had separate practices, and they got on the same page. And as everybody was kind of going through the motions, they were getting more serious. And, you know, like we said a minute ago, the Saints had to put James Winston in. I believe he won the game. But Brady's a legend, so they couldn't do that. So they end up losing. Rodgers and them end up doing some dumb shit on fourth down, and they end up losing. And they got in there. Once they got in there, the offensive lineman was hurt for Kansas City. That opened the door wide open. Everybody, oh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. That's all you could hear. But when I watched the film, even they played the Dallas Cowboys, that is not the best team in the NFL that I've seen. And them guys gonna get the ass whooped. Yeah, they got Brady. Brady is is Hall of Fame. He's uh gonna be considered the greatest player of all time because of the rings and what he's done. I don't think that, but as a quarterback, you have to give it to him. But what they did in New England, New England had the momentum on them guys. I don't think Brady played a very good game. The numbers look good, but I don't think he played a good game. They put some pressure on him. I think he was thinking about being back in New England, and had they just made a few more plays, or if Nick Folk would have put some more foot on that ball, it would it would have been, it would have been interesting. Yeah, Brady can take the ball down the field, But at the same time, you know, he went completing passes like that in the game. So, anything is possible. But, yeah, I think Matt Jones is going to be the future of the franchise. Because he got that Y'all know what was funny?
2: (laughs) Y'all know what was funny during the game? I thought it was funny as hell, man. It was, uh, I think it was in the fourth quarter. I can't remember who uh, pushed Brady out of bounds or whatever. And he jumped up like he was going to get a call. And I I said to myself out loud on the couch, I said, Wrong uniform, Jack. You ain't getting a call now. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, so. All right.
0: It was Dustin's
2: ass. He wasn't used to that. Not not in in World. (laughs) Right.
0: And, uh, oh, I don't think I mentioned who we picked in the last few games. Let's see. Eminem was the only person that picked Seattle. Uh, Buck was the only person who took Denver. Everybody else took Baltimore. And all of us took Green Bay over Pittsburgh. And all of us took Tampa Bay over New England. Uh, We probably thought it was going to be a bigger score, but we all took Tampa (laughs) Bay. And last game, Let's see. Ray was the only person that took the Raiders and the Chargers won 28 to 14 to go to 3 and 1. The Raiders suffered their first loss, dropped to 3 and 1. And this was at SoFi Stadium and Ray y'all took too many punches in the head at the beginning of the fight, man, and y'all couldn't get back in the fight.
1: You no, know, uh, we got off to a very slow start. I mean, we got off to a slow start uh the week before I mean, we was able to recover, but with, uh, San Diego's a much better team than Miami. So you know, uh getting off to a slow start and we losing our two defensive backs two at the same yeah. time. With with those wide receivers and uh the uh they running back in the backfield catching like that, it was, it's gonna be Hard to stop that passing game, and then it was hard to stop the running game as well. So, I mean, by the time we came out the second half and got going, and I mean, we 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 really had them on the ropes. I thought we was gonna tie the game up, and uh, man, we come back and won that game, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have slept that night. Just went on to work just like that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh. <laughs> because, man, when Henry Rose caught that ball, I was like, man, we finna go in and score this thing and tie this thing up. I am like, man, we better not come back and win this game, because, you know, I got a friend of mine, man, he's a big Denver fan, so, you know, I had a total 8.7 points per game and all that shit, and y'all ain't playing nobody. When you play a real team, you see the difference look like, He didn't say nothing when Denver lost. When the game got ready to start, he said, now it's y'all turn to get y'all ass whooped. Let's go (laughs) (laughs) Jordan. I was like, oh, man. But, you know, they they, they played a good game. I mean, from the quarterback to the wide receivers to the offensive line to defensive line, I mean, they 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 play the game. They look like they' gonna be a real contender. I mean, we got a real tough division. And um, what was funny was out of all the teams in our division. Although we was on top of the division, Kansas City was ranked lower than us. Uh, Denver was ranked ahead of us, and uh, the Chargers was ranked ahead of us, and we was ranked like number fourteen, I believe, it was. But all them was like in the top ten. So I was like, okay. We just still got to prove ourselves. I mean, if we really show something with the comeback, to try to keep it going, I just wish that we would give Brian Edwards the football, Foster Monroe, give him the football. We used to, we going to me. Our offense is too one-dimensional. We either going to Rugs or we going to Hunter Winfrey or We going to Darren Waller too much. But we got more weapons that we can go to that them guys are not going to be guarding because they're not accounting for them. And, you know, uh, it was a tough loss, but I hope we can get back on track. I believe we will. And, uh, you know, we can't go 17 and 0, but I wish we would have got off to the first half the way we did second. Okay. Uh, yeah, y'all made it
0: interesting, and Derek Carr was 21 of 34, 196, two touchdowns, an interception. He was sacked four times, and um, I know Bosa was giving him a hard time. Josh Jacobs, 13 carries for 40 yards. He looked good at times, um, but really, y'all just couldn't get it going, and Herbert, is, he's a good quarterback, man. I mean, 25 of 38, 222, three touchdowns, a 107 rating. And Austin Eckler, man, that dude is strong, man. Y'all see how they yeah, do with yeah. running over folks? Yeah. It was some hard yeah. hitting in the game. I give that game yeah, had some he, hard he, hitting. And yeah, he was like some of it.
2: But uh, but you know, he was kind of like you know, some people just kind of be under the radar, so to speak. But mm-hmm. uh I love his running style, man. Uh he's not a big guy, but you remember how. They don't have the same running style, but you remember how Warwick Dunn was a small dude. Yeah. That's why I loved him so much. But he could run tack- between the tackles. He did that. You know, Eckler's like that. It's just like you see motherfuckers trying to deplete his ass. But, he's like, but when they hit him, it's like, damn, man, was it Mighty Mouse or somebody? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He delivers a punch. Now he will get hurt now and then, but uh, that's probably because of the physical nature of how he plays. But um, I, I, I like I watching them, man. That game was very physical. It was an old school AFC West matchup. And uh, I, I look forward to that in the rematch um, at Vegas. So, all right. So, we'll move on to next week's games. And I'll get Bucks, uh picks at a later time. But we got Thursday night game, a good game. The Rams travel to Seattle. And,
1: Ray, who you got? Rams at Seattle. Oh, man. I did think the Rams was going to run the table for a minute, but now I'm about to go with Seattle. So I think uh, Seattle at home, they're getting back on track. You know, I'm taking Seattle in this one. All right. Eminem?
2: Oh, man, the way the Rams playing with the defense and offense, uh, I don't see them losing two in a row. I'm going to go with the Rams.
0: Okay, I'm going with the Rams too. I know it's gonna be a tough task winning this one on the road, but uh, and uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams. All right, Eminem, the Jets go to Atlanta. Who you got?
2: Oh man, no faith in ATL. Let me get the Jets.
1: <laughs> All right, Ray. Oh man, I ain't got in either one of them, bro. I got a little more, more at ATL. <laughs> I'm going to take
0: Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, I'm going for Atlanta as well. Um, I think the Jets may have peaked for the season. I don't know. But, uh, all
1: right, uh, Ray, the Saints at the Washington football team. Oh, man, the the Saints been playing. I'm going to take Heideki and the Washington Redskins. All right. And, by the way, that
0: um, Jets-Atlanta game is in London. That's going to be a 9.30 Eastern
1: start. Oh, okay. Jets so me win that one the end of day of so, <laughs> you know. And Eminem Saints or the football
0: team?
2: Oh, man, I can't pick a team with no names. So I'm going to go with the Saints.
0: <laughs> 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 and uh, I'm going to take the football team in this one. I, I want to go with the Saints, but... I don't know. For some reason, I think Washington probably will get over at home. So, all right, Eminem, Green Bay at Cincinnati. Ooh.
2: Oh man, pretty tough one there. Um, my mind telling me to take Green Bay, but man, fuck it. I'm gonna go with
1: Cincinnati. Right? <laughs> who you got? Green uh, yeah, Bay at Cincinnati. I'm going to have to take uh, Green Bay. I mean, I like what Cincinnati's doing. Joe Burrow is one of my young quarterbacks I like. And, you know, Jamar Chase, of course. But I'm going to have to take Aaron Rodgers, man. So, Green Bay.
0: Okay. And Ray,
1: Tennessee at Jacksonville. Oh, shit, man. I'm taking Jacksonville. Tennessee, okay. You can't, you can't trust with Without I don't know if the right receivers will be back. Julio Jones ain't what he's supposed to be anyway. So I'm gonna take Jacksonville. They gotta win sooner or later. All right. Eminem.
2: Oh man, I'm I'm going with Tennessee on this one. Um I think they're gonna
0: be a little bit too much for Jacksonville. Yeah, ball I think Tennessee ball. coming off of a low. They can't lose the Jacksonville and the Jets. Mm-mm. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Eminem Detroit at Minnesota. Ooh, man, that's a barn burner. Minnesota. All right. Ray, who you got? Minnesota, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going with Minnesota. I don't know if I'll pick Detroit this year. And so Ray, Miami
1: at Tampa. Oh uh, Tampa Bay. M L.
2: Yeah, Tampa. <laughs> Miami of a guy had to
0: play. All right. Mm. Philly at Carolina. Oh man. We're coming
2: off a tough, tough. Lost and uh Carolina, you know, they uh they started out good, man, but I'm I'm gonna edge this one out to us on this one.
1: All right. Ray, who I mean, you I mean, got?
0: I'm
1: gonna have to take care my
0: Yeah, I'm taking Carolina too. And you're on that island again, Eminem. Yeah, don't don't be a hater Q. <laughs> y'all,
2: y'all beat them. So you think we can't beat them? Oh man! <laughs>
0: All right, new uh, right, New England at Houston.
1: New England Patriots. Okay. Eminem, New England at Houston.
2: Oh man, Houston gonna be battling Detroit for who get the first picks. So I'm going with uh,
0: New England, man. <laughs> All right, I'm taking New England as well. And Eminem, Denver at Pittsburgh.
2: Denver. With or without Bridgewater. So. Wow.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to have to take Denver in this one. I'm
0: going to give Pittsburgh one more chance. I'm going to give him one Ooh. more chance. Wow. Asking must be starting. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. All right, Ray. Chicago at Vegas. Leo Mac against the Raiders.
1: Yeah, because of our experience, home advantage, and the way we play, and I think we can go with our uh, Vegas to win that one.
0: All right, and Eminem. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Vegas on that one. Yeah, I'm taking Vegas in a landslide, really. And Eminem, Cleveland at the Chargers. I'm taking the Ray? Say, Chargers, right? You see, Chargers. Who? Cleveland at the Chargers.
1: Who? <laughs> Marty Ball. I'm. 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 going <laughs> to I'm going to I'm going to take Cleveland, man, because. Man, Miles Garrett, do you see how he was coming off the ball Sunday? Yeah. Man, that but he's gonna have Rachel Slater over there. Man, but I don't dude, think that, that rookie nice. gonna be I don't think that rookie gonna be in the block, though. When J Cloudy coming off the other side, they help to take Cleveland because of that defense.
0: Okay. All right, I'm going with uh the Chargers. I want the charges at home, and let's see. Say Samuel Junior, I'm <laughs> taking the Giants over Dallas, and Eminem. Who you got? The Dallas, the Giants come to Dallas.
2: Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the midgets, man.
0: So why did <laughs> y'all pick the Giants over Dallas? Uh, did I say Giants over Dallas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. No, I'm I'm, I'm taking Dallas. My bad.
1: I'm gonna go take Dallas as well.
0: My bad, I didn't realize I said that I would put the wrong thing on record. All right, and I mean, I think the Giants will play them tough, but I think Dallas will win. And Ray San Francisco at Arizona that's a big game.
1: Oh, man. When Arizona player right now, I got go to go Arizona. We ain't got no defensive backs to stop that firepower. He got a wide receiver. They keep talking about Dallas, but I think Arizona got just good a receiving core, not better.
0: Oh, yeah. I do, too. Mm-hmm. All right. You going with
1: Arizona, Eminem?
0: Yeah. All right. I'm going with Arizona as well. And Sunday night. Buffalo at Kansas City. Eminem, make your pick and give me a score. Man. Mm, oh, mm. shit. Kansas
2: City 42, Buffalo 28.
1: All right. Right. All right. Now I'm going to go. I'm going to take uh, Buffalo. Where are they, they playing at? Kansas City. Oh, man. I'm going to take Buffalo with an upset. Buffalo 45, Kansas City 42. Wow.
0: Uh, This is a tough one. I know Kansas City ain't been playing well. Well, not up to their standards. But I don't know if Buffalo is ready yet. I'm going to go with
1: uh,
0: Kansas City in this one. I I don't know. I'm going to take Kansas City, 30, and Buffalo, 20, 24, 30, 24. All right, and the last one is Monday night, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Ray, who you got and what's the score? Indianapolis at Baltimore. I got
1: Baltimore, 27, 21. 27-21. 27-21. Eminem, what you got?
2: Oh, man, I'm rooting for Wentz and still got love for Frank, but uh, Baltimore. I think Baltimore going to be too much for one. What score? Uh, I think it's going to be a low ball.
0: Let me get 24-16. 24-16. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Baltimore, man, Indy's offensive lineman, uh, I can't think of his name right now, that all-pro offensive lineman is out. Oh um,
1: uh, what's his name? Quentin uh damn, I can't take his name either. He's from Jersey. That's right. Best line in the league.
0: Yeah, so I uh i, know that's Nelson, one I that's his name. Nelson. Okay. But yeah. I'm gonna take Baltimore 2317. Even though I really want to pick Andy, but I'm gonna take them 2317. All right, as far as the standards last week, uh week four. I was 11 and 5. Ray and Buck were 9 and 7. Eminem was 7 and 9. And overall standings, I'm 43 and 21. Ray is two games back at 41 and 23. Buck is five games back at 38 and 26. Mm -hmm. And Eminem is seven games back at 36 and 28. Probably behind those Philly games. But. uh, Alright, so... Uh, yeah, you you, gotta, you we'll, gotta
2: believe in that Rocky, man. The underdog, baby. <laughs> we'll
0: Whoa. do some Who Am I's. I know it's been a minute since Eminem has done one. Right? So we'll do some Who Am I's and Eminem for the record. Ray just be trouncing Buck. So, uh... Ray's on the streak. Ray's on the streak dating back to... God, dating back to January, maybe. I don't know. But uh, all right, y'all ready?
1: <laughs> yeah, let
0: yeah. it go. All right, six feet tall, two hundred and ten pound, wide receiver out of Maryland, drafted in the first round, number twenty four overall, in two thousand eighteen, by the nope. Carolina DJ Panthers. Moore, DJ Moore, Damn. Deniston Moore Jr. Deniston, wow. I am a six foot three. 220-pound, two-time All-Pro receiver, drafted in the first round, number six overall in 2011, out of Alabama by the Atlanta Falcons. Who am I? Oh, Leo Jones. Quintoris Lopez Jones.
2: Oh, I didn't hear the question.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I am a five foot eleven, two hundred and thirty three pound running back. Uh, two thousand eighteen offensive rookie of the year, drafted number two overall out of Penn State by the oh, New York Giants. Uh, uh, Miles Sanders.
2: No, oh, uh, Saquon Barkley. No, no, Saquon. Uh, uh, Saquon,
0: uh,
1: uh, Saquon Barkley. No, for that. Saquon,
0: Saquon, Saquon
1: Barkley. Oh damn! Shut oh, up! Damn.
0: damn. Yes, for that, with the about LSU. About, yeah, yeah, sure.
1: all
0: right. So that's two to one. I am a five foot 10 and 220 pound running back, drafted 24th overall in the first round in 2019 out of Alabama by the Oakland Raiders. Who I be, oh, Josh, Josh Jacobs. Ooh. Oh, that that was, that was that, yeah, tie. that was me. That, that was, that was a me. tough. No, nah, I don't want no time. I got that one. I couldn't that tell. Was that, was, that was that was very mean. close.
1: That was that mean. was very close. <laughs> I heard it.
0: Let's do this one. This the, the if 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 Ray gets this one, then um, it doesn't matter. But if not, we might have to do another one. I right. I am a six foot four, three hundred and forty seven t- pound defensive tackle, drafted number twelve overall out of Washington. In 2018, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Via Vea. Vida, his real name, if I can get it, Tavita
2: <laughs>
0: Tuli Akiorno Tuopolu, Mosesi Vahe Fahoko Falatu Vea. That oh, dude got like that, nine eh? names.
2: Matter of fact, if somebody said that, that, that ought to win all of them just answering that by his real name.
0: You ain't kidding.
2: Damn, that's right. an old name.
0: So Ray keeps his title. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's like eleven in a row, but at least you didn't get shut out. Book me getting shut out.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: All right. Uh this date in history in 2010, the Bills sent Marshawn Lynch to Seattle. For a 2011 fourth-round pick and a conditional 2012 draft pick. That's crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Wilder Fury is this weekend. And so I'll let you all give your predictions on that. And Eminem, I'm getting the fight, man. Oh, you, you oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean bucks. to respond
2: to your text, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know by Thursday. But uh, if I don't, if I don't go out of town, man, I, I'll cash up you. I'll be there.
0: All right, cool. All right, so what's your prediction, Wilder Fury, Eminem? Uh, well,
2: I, I'm I'm gonna take uh uh Wilder this time. Last time I took Fury and I was right, so I'm gonna take Wilder this time.
0: Okay, um, how, how's it gonna win?
2: Uh, a decision. All right, unanimous, unanimous decision.
0: All right, Eminem got Wilder in a unanimous
1: decision, Ray. Yeah, I think uh, Wilder is going to knock him out this go around. I mean, he is he is uh the most angry box I ever see. So if if he catches him, I think he may even hurt the Fury this go around because. Although you can get yourself knocked out by being that angry, I think he's past angry and it's just kind of because see he got cheated. You know, he had his gloves loaded and stuff, you know. Anytime you another kind of fighter, people don't don't harp on that kind of stuff. You know, just like Canelo failed these drug tests. People don't talk about that because uh-huh. You know, had it been Mayweather, somebody could stop talking. You know, but the thing is, is is this time the gloves is going to be checked and everything else, he ain't going to be able to get away with that con. And, man, I think he's just going to unload on him. Now, Tyson Fury's the better boxer, but, man, when a guy is angry like that, some bad things can happen when you got power in your hands like that. And I think, man, he' gonna put him down like a dog. What round? Shit, man, I'm gonna say maybe, maybe pretty early, maybe fifth round. All right,
0: I'm taking Wilder in a knockout in the sixth round. Um, yeah. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna get him out of there. And I mean, Fury's good enough to stay away for a little bit, but I think that Wilder will probably hurt him, and then he'll ultimately finish him off in a round or two. So I'm kinda like Ray. I think this dude I mean he I think he literally wants to kill Fury in the ring. And uh yeah. I I wouldn't get in the ring with that
2: dude. Well that's but, uh, that's like a, a throwback match boy when somebody literally wanna hurt somebody. Yeah. It really, ain't about the money no more. Because <laughs>
1: yeah. the thing about with Fury, Fury to be he just just got a tricky style. Just like uh Utica, whatever guys just beat us, Joshua. Those guys don't look like great fighters. They they got a style that's hard to deal with. But a guy like Wilder, he about, he gonna knock you, you get out. He ain't gonna fool around like Joshua. You know, he going right in and knock him out. And I think, you know, because Wilder, you think about all these other fights, he going to catch up with you sooner or later. And all he needs is an inch. Because I think Wilder, the hardest hitting every way, he's ever been. And I've been a Mike, big Mike Tyson fan, but the way he knocked these guys out. Yeah, he has a lot yeah. of power in those punches. Yeah, yeah. he's the hardest hitting every way I ever see.
0: And so, all right, and this is the one time Buck is not on here. And there's actually some some NASCAR news that I wouldn't mind talking about.
1: Oh Bubba um, Wallace. <laughs> yeah,
0: Bubba Wallace becoming the second black man to win a race since like 1963. And shoot, back wow. when um back when um what was the guy's name? Dog it, I can't think of his name right now. Um uh, it'll come to me. Uh Wendell Scott. Yeah, Wendell Scott, when he won it. Uh back in 1963, they didn't even award him the trophy after he won it because you know everybody was still racist back then. They gave the the trophy to a white dude that came in second. And uh <laughs> I heard I heard his family just got the trophy this year. Someone um awarded them the, rightfully awarded them the trophy. So uh hmm. Yeah, Bubba Wallace drives for, for Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin in a Toyota, so it's a 23 McDonald's car. So, you know, props for Jordan for making his mark in, in NASCAR. And when you think about it, man, you know, North Carolina is a NASCAR state. So when you look at the fact that, Mike, you know, Michael Jordan um, has North Carolina ties and Brad Doherty, who was a seven-foot com- black commentator for NASCAR, got North Carolina ties. And um, I think... Uh, Bubba Wallace is from North Carolina, um, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, so I mean, I give those guys credit, and I just I happened to see the race because the race was supposed to be Sunday, but it got rain delayed and it came on Monday. So I just had the TV on uh, Monday afternoon, and then I ended up recording the end of it because I like Talladega's the, the, the biggest track, and I so I got to witness a little part of history to see uh, Bubba pull it off. So that was kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, so. But that's all I got, fellas. I'll go ahead and shut this thing down, and i catch you all next week. Uh, I still got to figure out what I'm going to do in two weeks, because I'm going to be on my honeymoon in a couple of weeks, because I'm getting married next Thursday. Oh, oh wow. next okay.
1: Next Thursday. Yeah, Yeah,
0: next Ooh. Thursday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll be in Savannah, Georgia, and I don't know what I'm going to do that 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 Tuesday or any other night, as far as the show is concerned. So I'll keep you all posted. I might just come on and we'll just give our picks for the next week or something, or something quick like that. But I'll let you know. But um, you know, we'll be back next week though, uh, for a show. So, all right. Sound good. All right. Well, you all been listening to the Variant Sportsman Light podcast. Follow the show at www.podpage.com forward slash 15 yards. We'll catch you all next week.